from Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Tuesday, August 14th. I'm Marco Werman. Bombings killed dozens in Afghanistan, underscoring the recent surge in fighting there. U.S. troops are still in Afghanistan, but you probably won't hear much talk about the war from the presidential candidates. Most Americans don't really like Afghanistan. They don't like the fact that we're there. And so I don't think you're going to see either one of them really going out on a limb to support the war. And later, selling Cosmo in Singapore. It's, you know, this gorgeous, sexy cover, and then this hideous little rectangle in bright yellow that says, not suitable for the young. PRI's The World is made possible in part by Medtronic employees, proudly supporting the work of United Way. United Way helps build pathways out of poverty by mobilizing the caring power of communities around the world, focusing on education, health, and basic needs. Learn how to help at unitedway.org. And by PBS Learning Media, providing accessible, on-demand educational content to teachers nationwide. More information online at pbslearningmedia.org. I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. It's been a violent day in Afghanistan. Multiple suicide bombers hit different locations in the north and southwest, parts of the country that have been relatively peaceful until today. At least 46 people are reportedly dead and more than 130 others wounded. Most of the victims were civilians, including women and children, who were shopping for the festival, marking the end of Ramadan later this week. Joshua Faust studies Afghanistan and national security issues for the American Security Project in Washington, D.C. Joshua, what have you been hearing about uh, today's attacks? I mean, neither of these places, Nimruz and Kunduz, are particularly uh, Taliban hotspots. That's right. Uh, Nimruz in particular has never been known as a particularly insecure place. Part of the reasoning for this is that it's nestled right against the border with Iran and the presence nearby of the Iranian military and the Iranian border guards has kept a damper on most of the violence. Reportedly, one of the bombs there went off just outside the hospital where there's usually a large crowd of people waiting to receive treatment and that that's contributing to a lot of the casualties. In Kunduz, it's a little bit different. They've been dealing with increasing insecurity over the last several years, but compared to normal hotspots like either Khos province or Kandahar province, it's still been very quiet. And in that sense, people are also expressing shock and outrage at what's happened today. I mean, it's always hard to measure this kind of thing, but is is it your sense that things are getting worse there? Overall violence against civilians is down, according to a report that was released, I think, last week by the UN. But today also represents one of the single worst days for civilian violence in the country. Uh, The death toll is almost certainly going to go up above 46 from the initial reports. And that just doesn't happen very often in Afghanistan. And I think it's going to have some kind of effect on people's perception. So there's a lot at stake in Afghanistan, to put it mildly. And yet here in this presidential election uh, that's coming up, uh, the two candidates have barely mentioned Afghanistan. Contrast that with four years ago when the candidates positions on Iraq and Afghanistan were central to their campaigns. That was before the economy went into a tailspin for sure. But what will it take to get Afghanistan on the campaign radar this time? I think over the last four years, we saw this transition of 
people thinking that Afghanistan was the good war and Iraq was the bad war. Mm. But the candidates, in particular Barack Obama, I don't think really understood the war that he was promoting when he was saying in 2008 and 2007 that we had to go into Afghanistan because this was the good war. What's happening now is both parties have sort of realized that Afghanistan is such a difficult, complex problem that the best course of action is minimizing American involvement and American deaths. And so there's this kind of unspoken uh, truce between both parties about what's going to be happening both over the next 18 months as official combat troops withdraw, and then also over the next 10 years as this training mission starts up that's supposed to continue to 2024. There's just not a lot of debate in any of the parties, explicitly in public or privately, about actually changing these policies because everyone just kind of wants it to go away. I mean, given the blood and treasure that's been uh, invested in Afghanistan so far, more than 10 years, I mean, don't the candidates have a certain responsibility to talk about it? They most certainly do. The problem, though, is...